Hey everyone this is Darsh welcome back to another episode of our show The Human Error and today we have another guest on our show that was cool hi cool how are you doing Hey Darsh thanks for letting me come on The Human Error I appreciate it Uh yeah so when we first started talking about this episode we were actually excited about how we can talk about different things uh, as we spoke about uh how how happiness is associated with greatness today we are here to talk about what are a few rules that you should follow in your daily life to attain that greatness and the thing you love and the thing you like the thing you do daily because one steve jobs said that only way to do great thing is the uh, is to love the thing that you do so yeah what do you think is the best way to attain the greatness like what's your perspective towards it yeah well i know we were we were discussing it earlier but um having like i think what you really honed in on well was having a a vision and a focus. I feel like that focus will allow you to to stay within your lane and like have uh ha- have have a more clear perspective on where you're going, right? And and have some sort of sense of direction. I don't know, like what what do you think? I think so like yeah, the the thing you said about having a vision, that's the most important thing. I I I think so in my perspective. Because having a vision as is the only thing that make that makes your inner energy like channelized into one thing that you focus on right because like if you don't have a vision for example after this podcast if you don't have a vision about what you're going to do with your time then it's just a, probably the waste of time because not you're not doing something of significance as you said that you have some homework to do that's a vision that right. that you have a proper planning of doing something after this and how, that's what people lack in they are like i want to do this i want to do that but they don't know how to start they don't know they don't have a vision about from where they will start what are the milestones and where they will get okay for example like i started with uh, my my computer thing okay i didn't know about what is programming i actually didn't know about the word boot boot is the is the simplest word in the in the computer thing okay right. and i didn't know about all of those things but then i started having a vision about how can i learn about this stuff how how where can i find this stuff and after researching about that then then you have a clear vision about where you want to go what you want to do and the thing of with the vision is people who are the greatest people who have ever walked this planet they they had a vision about what they want to do steve jobs steve jobs had a vision about how to make a personal computing a thing because personal right. computing was not the thing in 1984 before that the computers were the only big big as machines in some room right. and only corporate uh, people can hire that or like use it but he had a vision about giving computers to everyone and that's that that's the vision who led him to build a trillion dollar company he didn't started with an idea about having an trillion dollar company he started with a vision a small thing a small part right so what do you think about having vision like like how someone can build a vision if 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 a listener is uh, right now like listening to us how he can build a vision how how can he just focus on one thing are we talking about just focusing on one thing or are we talking about uh something something different than that i think there are a lot of different variables that go into having a vision right uh-huh. and 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 where your focus could be directed mm-hmm. um but if we're specifically talking about one thing that you could be focused on and have some sort of sense of direction and vision I I guess if if you're starting from complete scratch right from ground zero I think mm-hmm. that's the the most beautiful thing anyways because you're starting from complete bedrock right the only way to go the only way to go is up mm-hmm. so um I think the best way to start by figuring out what sort of vision uh 
uh, fits you best or mm -hmm. what you think you know will make you happy and and, and will uh, allow you to do good things in life is that uh, ex experimentation and Experiment. I, I, I think yeah. experimenting with things that you think you might like and just trying all new different types of things that's what's gonna really allow you to figure out what you actually like doing you know yeah. what you're good at uh what is actually needed in the world and yeah. what can pay you right and, yeah. and if you could like kind of like uh reach and come to a conclusion of those four things mm -hmm. and have vision toward uh, have a vision and a focus towards those mm -hmm. i think that's what's going to make you happy yeah. um with it when it comes to vision you know mm -hmm. yeah so i think so like people have there are two types of people in this what we're talking about right now there are two people uh one people like one kind of people are like who already know what they like who already are focused on but they just like have to figure out a few milestones a few things a few voids that they have to fill in to reach that goal and there are another sort of people another group of people that who are actually exploring right now they don't know because like i have seen i was there there was a time that when i was like i don't know what to do i didn't have a particular vision i didn't have a particular hobby or i didn't have a particular thing to do in my mind okay but then i started exploring things right when i started my hostel life i started exploring what musical instrument is the best what kind of painting i can do best is it sketching is it acrylic or is it like just a watercolor or something like that because the key to have a better and like most efficient vision is to already know and the way you can already know that i am going to be great or i like this thing is with the things like you hit and try it it's like you try one one of the most important thing that people uh underestimate about themselves is like people want to do something and then they are like i cannot do that that is like yeah. false alarm in their own head because uh they are surrounded by those people who who says like this requires a lot of things you cannot do this and and those right. are like naysayers we'll talk about them later but what i'm trying to say is when you haven't tried the thing for thousand times for a million times how can you say that you don't you don't know how to do that or how can you say that that thing is not for you for example if you are if you are like if you want to start photography and you are like i cannot be as good as this guy who is really good at photography until and unless you have clicked thousand of pictures in different thousands of angles how can you know that you are not good at it exactly so after having a vision like first of all you need to explore explore try different things try as many thing as as many as things possible okay try those things and at last you will be at a conclusion about i like something or i don't like something out of those now now you have something a list of things that you can do you want to do you like you love now things comes like how to set a milestone about pursuing something having a vision because vision is not about having the greatest length you can possibly think of yeah. vision is about having milestones in your mind after this i will learn this after this i can do this after this i will do this and and the way you reach as from my own perspective is to have uh like having a broader perspective towards the same thing like having big ideas not like for example if you want to start with uh for example a honey company just like you want to sell honey don't think about having like i'll do, i will make a like million dollar honey company having a like talking about big thinking is not about talking in terms of assets talking in terms of money it's thinking big is in terms of the frequency or the wavelength you like the thing you are doing for example honey company hmm. you want to give the best honey possible in the market the best handmade or like different types of honey right so that's how like think big start yeah. with thinking big 
uh, what do you think about thinking yeah, big? I mean, I, I think thinking big is essential, right? Especially uh-huh. for the people who are listening to this, right? There's mm-hmm. there's specific people who are listening to this. And, and those are the type of people we're talking to, right? People yeah. who want to think big or people who yes. actually want to make a change. Yeah. I think we could, we could talk on, you know, vision and focus and like, even though like what we're telling you is experiment, why aren't people doing that, right? Why are they mm-hmm. Why are they at home and sitting on watching Netflix and YouTube all day and, and yeah. they know what they need to do, but they don't. Mm-hmm. And I don't think that is maybe the right question to ask or right topic to talk about mm-hmm. uh, because those aren't the, the type of people that are listening. I think the type of people that are listening do think big and that's essential. Yeah. But I think, you know, we all struggle and we all like, you know, uh, we all uh, have obstacles that we have to overcome. Mm-hmm. And I think thinking big is, is is one of those big obstacles that a lot of people can't overcome and they feel like they can't because they start with how do I how do I get to the conclusion and how do I get to this result? I have to plan everything out yeah. and I have to look at this whole big thing and how do mm-hmm. I build this million dollar company? Yeah. Well start just just start making honey. Right? Yeah. <laughs> and just start making some good honey. Yeah. And 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 if you make good honey and you and you make something that's valuable and, and, and it provides value to society especially specifically people who like honey they're gonna buy your honey yeah right and then all it is from there is scale uh so i think the most important thing with thinking big is just start right don't don't think about what you need to do here what you need to do just start with what's actually valuable to what you're building yeah it's like people who are actually like it's like having some big company big big something they're doing really great in their life they did start it with with the mindset about having uh 10 million sales per year or like 10000 sales per month or like having profit margin of the the greatest that they can have they're not thinking about those big things big thing is how you can give the best out of yourself right. for example thinking big is uh let's talk about steve jobs once again uh in 1984 he introduced uh the mac the first mac and he was like in the first month we will sell 6000 units and actually <laughs> that in that time period in the first month mac was only like 2000 units per month or something and that was a big loss and right now we are recording this thing on a macbook exactly yeah uh people like steve jobs he started thinking about how he can give the best out of something and and it's like thinking big isn't about thinking about assets like i already said assets money or like something uh what you can say materialistic thinking big is like how you can give the best value out of yourself in making something in indulging something in and ultimately building something or changing something yeah and and like most of the people are having right now who are listening to this is like i want to change the world yeah bro you cannot change world with by starting like big all right you change the world with the every step you take every breath you take everything you possibly think of you like whatever work you do daily habits daily stuff daily thoughts daily like the people you talk to those are the things that actually add up to one single thing and then you change the world right it's not about something uh how a person can give a like like build a share company or something like that it's not building big it's gradually building small blocks in your life that will like add up to something and that will create a great thing right for example like uh usain bolt said once uh in one of his one of his interviews he was like i trained for six years just to run for nine seconds <laughs> exactly and so it, it, it's it's crazy to think about it like that you know um and and also like thinking big right and and, and starting small too i think thinking big is just 
a great opportunity to know what direction you're going right yeah <clears throat> but if you do think big and you want to do big things like you're saying like people who want to change the world and impact the world what does that even mean right yeah you're impacting the people in the world right mm -hmm. and to do that you got to start with impacting one person's life first right yes. that's kind of like what peter Thiel talks about is that zero to one mentality right mm -hmm. you need to go from making zero people's lives better to one at least one person is better right like yeah. if you want to make a billion dollar honey company you need to make the best possible honey possible for um, one dollar for one, one person yeah. that's it yeah. if, if that person really likes a specific type of honey mm -hmm. make the best specific type of honey they like right and and go into to talk about uh mark zuckerberg with facebook mm -hmm. right something yeah. we all use every single day mm -hmm. even if you don't use facebook you're using instagram and they own yeah. that um but he didn't start off by making a social network for 2 billion people. He started off by making a social network for 2000, right? And yeah. started at, uh, started off at Harvard started and off only for colleges. Yeah. <laughs> so I feel like solving a problem or building a solution, same thing, solving a problem, mm -hmm. you need to start by solving a problem for one person or maybe in a social network context, maybe a hundred people at first. Mm -hmm and then go from there because that's what's you're really that that's what's really going to lead you to building valuable things that does change the world and and allows you to actually enact on your big thinking you know yeah yeah basically it's like you cannot build something great having the mindset about building something great you can build something great up with the mindset that how you can bring out the best uh work or like the best uh, work ethic or the best uh, intentions, the best values you can give to yeah. that world, you can contribute. For example, like uh, we talk about um, David Goggins, okay. He, he always said that thinking big because he was like 297 pounds and in six months, or like just take or like or take one year, okay. He went through three, three hell weeks, three, three hell weeks. It's just like mental torture to your body. It's like physical torture to your body. Uh -huh. And the thing was like, whenever you start doing something, there is there is there is like a, a certain part of your brain that will like bring out the fear in you. Like you cannot do this. Mm -hmm. This thing is not made up for you. For example, the moment you like get up from your bed, your brain has a, like some part of like some part in your brain tells you like there is a snooze button. You can hit that. Yeah. You can go back to your sleep. Right. You can continue with your dreams and just like see the dreams you have. Right. And right. that part and how like what David Goggins actually actually talk, talks about how he did that in, in, in only one year. Okay. He did that with like creating a mindset, creating a mindset. First of all, going through that hell week, he had to create a mindset about how he's going to do that. And once he was like, I can do this. I want to do this and I have to do this. He was like self-talking to himself, the same thing. And his mind was like, this motherfucker is not going to stop. We have <laughs> yeah. to give this yeah. because he is going to torture us in this way. Right. So that's what like, start thinking big. You can do that. Yeah. And fear is one of the things like, what do you think from where the fear comes? Like, what is the part of fear in our life? Yeah. I mean, talking about fear, like, I feel like the right question to ask first would be like, what even is fear? Yeah. You know, like why, why do these like things that don't even exist or maybe do exist, but isn't affecting our lives right now in this specific moment right now yeah. affects us from doing the things we want to do. Right. I think so. Fear is like just one of the million probabilities that we have. And you base our life on that one single probability out of those millions. 
which could have something positive for you but you're not focusing on those like right. the, the particular thing but you're focusing on like one small thread that you have in mind that this could exist this may happen and that's a big may i talk yep. about this like in my first episode i was like this that's a big might right. when you're taught to play safe that's when the seed of fear is like implemented in you exactly when you try to play it safe that's just like why you're trying to play it safe right first of all exactly right right why why play it safe right especially if you're thinking big yeah. if if you're letting your fears get to you you're not you're not going to make the progress you're wanting to make with with thinking big right but i think how, how like how do you actually overcome fear like what wh- how does that conversation even start and i feel like a good start to that conversation would be like looking at the automatic nervous system right mm-hmm. there's specific things in our in our body that just runs on autopilot and it just does things like breathing right yeah. blood flowing through our uh, through our through our circular or through our you know veins, our, our yeah. veins and through mm-hmm. our, you know through our body mm-hmm. those things are automatic and i feel like fear overcoming that could be some sort of automatic uh-huh. uh, type of response and um and that's kind of like what i what i've realized and what i've noticed and what i've learned with overcoming fears myself and i still have fears you know like everybody has fears i don't think we're all going to be able to overcome every single little fear but getting closer to overcoming those allows you to do big things right because sometimes that big thinking is that person's actual fear right and they're like well i don't want to think big because people will make fun of me for thinking big or i don't want to think big because i don't think i could do that well why not Right. Most of the people like I actually like I I love this quote is like if you ever have to walk through the most creative place in this whole world you will be walking through a a, a graveyard. Yeah. Because people they're lying there right now they had like great ideas, great love to share, they great values that they could have like shared with humanity but they didn't just because of the fear of people. You're right. It's like why the fuck do you care about what other people thinking? Exactly. And that's like one of the biggest fruit of that that big tree of fear is like what people will think what others is going to think how am i looking good am i like uh, that's that's like one of the things that people even like if you're walking through that uh, like the, the road from our carry cord and you can see some people like walking like really good just yeah. because like they think that everyone is watching me i am yeah. going through the road and <laughs> like spotlights on me yeah right. yeah so what other people think is it doesn't really matter because nobody gives fuck about us you know exactly when you are walking through that lane nobody gives fuck because like they have the work to do you should find out the work you have to do yeah and fear 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 i think so fear is like based on the insecurity you have yeah insecurity in the sense like if you want to do something and we are like triggered by the fear like if that thing didn't happen that's cool as you start like as you like uh, spoke about how to start with scratch start with zero at the moment right i believe that when you start with the zero and for example on the scale you just end up like existing like 16 okay mm. uh, at 16 you are like no i can i cannot do this okay and now you have fear what i will do i don't have anything i am back corrupt or something like that right you can start once again but now you will start on the magnitude scale you have you will start with the zero but yeah. on the experience scale you are, you are like 16 years old right now exactly and that's how you like i think so that's one of the way you can overcome your fear thinking not thinking about what is going to be the outcome just work your ass off just yeah, work that, the best you can that's actually really interesting cuz like i had a i had a different thought process on it mm-hmm. um but I like that. It's like it's almost like keeping an open mind, right? Don't have yeah. an expectation of what's going to happen because I feel like those expectations build. That is actually crazy because like having those expectations 
puts things in your head and then you start living almost this alternate reality in your head right and you're yeah. like oh what if this happens what if that happens right well guess what it didn't you know <laughs> and 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 you can and, and i feel like the first step to overcoming your fear is realizing that you're okay right and yeah. it's like what, what what's happening right now I'm, I'm sitting here and i'm recording a podcast right yeah. like there's there's nothing that's actually like physically happening to me that that that's hurtful or anything so i'm, I'm mm-hmm. okay right yeah but i think the next step to overcoming the fear is is actually overcoming that and and i think some good ways to do that are like there's a great author her name's mel robbins and she wrote this book uh-huh. the five second rule yeah, right? yeah, yeah 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 and i and i love her methodology it's like you want to do something if it scares you you or you just have to do it or it's on your schedule but in terms of like fear it's it's something that scares you right do that within five seconds right if you have the thought of you wanting to go and walk up to somebody in public or walk up to a girl in a bar or do whatever you want to do walk up to the professor to ask them questions or mm-hmm. um you know pitch pitch your your startup idea to an investor whatever you're doing this the moment you feel like you want to do that and you have the opportunity to do that do that within five seconds because uh-huh. after those five seconds your subconscious is going to start taking over and yeah. start telling you all the reasons you shouldn't do that thing, yeah yeah right? actually i think so i have been in those positions like all of us have been in those positions where i'm like yeah i can talk about this to my professor and and after some points i'm like no i cannot do that Right. I'm just like going to sound crazy to him or something like that, and I actually don't give my ideas to professor. But once I was like, just fuck it, I'll just go to him. Yeah. If he likes the idea, it's good. If he doesn't like, and actually what happened, I told him that I was thinking about this idea the class week before that, and he was like, why didn't you come before that? I really had like I had one friend who is in who is working in the same industry that is like for one of my class ENTR two hundred. And the professor was like, I was actually talking to my, one of my friends who is actually in this industry. I could have just like uh, make you meet him, and yeah. you could have talked about that thing. And I was like, I missed the opportunity. Exactly. And uh, the the book you talked about about uh, what was it again? Mel Robbins, the, Mel the Robbins, five second rule. The yeah. five second rule. I think so. That correlates or like uh, makes a mirror image with Eat That Frog. I don't know uh, yeah. from what uh, from what author it is, but I was just like uh, read the summary. It's like. If you don't like the thing, start the day with eating the frog. Yeah. For example, uh, in your day you have like a lot of things, and one of the thing is like eating a frog, and that's yeah. the worst thing you can do. Yeah. Right. Start with the eating frog because if you have done that task already, then you have the like like light right. task and the task that you like. Exactly. After that, so start with the suck. Yeah. As I said, embrace the suck because that suck is making you really good person in lot of ways. You will not like actually think about this in right now in this moment, but after you like, after this moment has passed, after you are like uh, five years older than this, and you will look back and you will be like, yes, how was I and how right now I am. Yeah. So embrace the suck of your life. When you say life sucks, embrace that suck. Yeah, and I feel like, uh, like, I think starting off the day with like the suck, right, and and starting off with doing the things that are hard and scare you is so. Uh, interesting, and, and and I like y- your take on that because what I had written down for overcoming your fear is like habituous, habituously practicing, or or habitually practicing um, uh, overcoming your fears, right? Yeah. Like if, if your fear is, if you can overcome your fear every single day, like let's say your fear is just uh, walking up and talking to random people and mm-hmm. just and just talking and, and just having a conversation with people. Uh huh. 
Try to have a conversation with one random person a day and get to know some new person, one new person a day, right? Yeah. Like, if that's what your, your, your fear is, habitually practice that, mm -hmm. and then eventually it's gonna start to become automatic, where yeah. it, it's it's a it's like almost like a routine. Like, you already know, like, I'm gonna meet a new person today. I definitely you know? believe that, I definitely believe that. Because, so, uh, yeah, and that's in this perspective. Uh, there's also one way to look, uh, one another way to look at this problem. As like, if you start doing something that you don't like, eventually you will end up liking that thing and you are like actually confident and good in the particular thing. But also like some, sometime what happens, what happened with me was when I first started like public speaking, I didn't know anything. Mm -hmm. I didn't know anything. Yeah. I was like, what if the people don't like my idea? Uh, I'm just like uh, going to sound crazy. The same thing that happened with the podcast. I eventually like, this idea was brought out late like eight months late just because i was thinking if it is going to good or not yeah so yeah when i started public speaking first day i'm in the class there are like 40 different delegates of different companies that was like an mun and that was the first time i was doing mun or any debate competition and the first day and the the chair was asking something and bam there are like 20 hands in the air. like i want to speak i want to speak. i was like what the fuck is this yeah. <laughs> i cannot do this i cannot do this and then uh, the chair was my, my one of my friends and he was like he eventually made me do that speech instead of like picking some of those those random 20 hands he picked me and i was like i don't have i don't have anything to say yeah and then i was like i was humiliated by the fact that how those 20 hands are in here and how i cannot do that be right. angry on yourself if yeah. you want to do something if you want to accomplish something be angry on yourself being angry is a really good thing i don't know for me it's really good thing if you are angry you will do the works like and, and and just like the snap but yeah. if you're not angry you're just like calm and shit you yeah. cannot do that so yeah i was angry and i was like i will do i started like uh drafting my speech after 10 minutes my hand goes up yeah. when he's not asking questions right. my hand goes up <laughs> and he's like oh what happened yeah i'm like i want to see okay he make me speak and that was the first ever emmy in my life and i won the best league yeah and i'm saying this because I was worst at something. I didn't thought that I could be good in that particular thing, but I was declared the good in those like 40 people around there. So what I'm trying to say is when you're angry at something, just get angry, just work your ass off, get angry on yourself and just like embrace the negativity of your life sometimes. Because how I drive myself every day is like, I'm at, I'm at the lowest point of my life. I think that I'm at the lowest point of my life and I deserve better than, better than this. Yeah. And once, and like once in a lifetime, I will be at the position where I want to be. I'm speaking thousand people in front of me and I'll motivate them. And I want to see this thing. And that's how I am driven. Like put yourself at the like the lowest point you can ever put. Yeah. This is one of the one of the ways that I think is uh, as like a better approach to outcome. Yeah. Or like override your fear. Yeah. I, I, it's just funny. I'm, I'm sitting here listening to, to you talk about like the 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 speech right and, mm -hmm. and and doing you know that speech in class and then you're saying like how like eventually one day i want to be able to talk in in front of thousands of people right mm -hmm. and it, it's just funny like you saying those things about how it's connecting to what we're talking about like thinking bigger and overcoming your fears <laughs> <Yeah>. it's funny <laughs> uh it, it's funny like how, how how all those things connect but i think what word what what uh one word stuck in my head the most was like embracing the suck right yeah, yeah. like doing things that suck because you don't want to do them or maybe if you're starting off and you're scared to do something and it's your first time trying it you're gonna suck 
right? Mm -hmm. You're gonna yeah. suck at doing it, like photography, like you said. Yes. If you haven't taken those 10,000 photos, you're gonna suck your first time. Speaking up in front of uh, people in public speaking, mm -hmm. you're most likely gonna suck the first time. Yep. If you can really understand that you're gonna just suck the first time you do something, mm -hmm. that it, it, and it's your very first time doing it, mm -hmm. and realize that there's that learning curve and that hurdle to get over, yeah. uh, and, and that eventually, through process and continuously getting good at that and continuously overcoming your fears and practicing, you're gonna get good at that thing and then fear will go away anyways, right? Because mm -hmm. like I said, you're habitually practicing uh, doing that thing that scares you, right? So um, I don't know, I just, I thought that was interesting. I feel like if people can embrace the suck more, I guess you could say in both you yeah. know, contexts, whereas like not doing things you don't want to do, but then also doing things you want to do, even though that you might suck at them and, yeah. and that you are going to get better. You just have to go through that period of getting like kicked in the face. Right. Yeah, and just yeah. keep continuously following down and getting up. That's so. how like you, I think so. That's how you unlock new skills. Just yeah. like the game you play. And, yeah. and that's what like, I, one of the things like, I think so. This is like a general topic, like a subtopic in this whole podcast. Thing. Uh, I think so why people play games is just because they want to ex escape reality and want to live the life they actually want to but they're living that thing in the game yeah. not in the real life and I think so like they are running from that they're they are creating a, a, an escape window for themselves yeah. and for the people who are doing that right now I just want to say that one day just like shut off everything just like lock yourself in the room and just think about the things that you could have actually done in those days and get angry on yourself yeah. and start working because one day we are going to like if you're not doing the stuff that you can actually do well, I, I believe it I, I heard this in like one of the interviews I don't know who was speaking that but credits to them uh, one day if you're like not on this earth you just like go to the god's palace okay now you're in front of him and he just like slides down a paper to you what the hap what, what the fuck happened bro yeah. you were supposed <laughs> to do these things on this list but you didn't do this why what happened you could have done that Mm. and looking at that paper you will be crying because like might be like in that paper you would have been like the, one of the biggest billionaires or like one right. of the biggest uh, tennis player or something like that and then you will be like I could have been there but mm. I didn't do it just yeah. because I was running from them I was having fear about what people might be saying about me right and actually those things didn't matter it didn't right because you could have been that specific person yeah right and and I, I kind of like what you were saying like talking to those people who are are trying to escape from reality right and like playing video games for that specific purpose mm -hmm. uh and telling them to just turn it off right i feel like that goes with with anybody who who is always in consumption mode i guess you could call it right mm -hmm. uh people who are th th this is all the people who are, who are watching tiktok all day right there's nothing yeah. wrong with watching a little bit of you know consuming entertainment there's nothing wrong with that yeah it's just uh, doing it in moderation, right? Yes. But yes. people who are doing it all the time, like consuming TikTok videos, watching YouTube all the time, Netflix, playing video games all the time, always consuming, you're never gonna allow your brain to be bored, right? I think yeah. being bored is extremely important to also finding your vision, Yes. right? Because yes. uh, if you never give your, yourself time to actually think and come up with new ideas and you're always consuming what's in front of you, mm -hmm. you're gonna end up just conforming to what you're all you're, you're watching and what you're consuming and and what you're consuming might not be best for where you want to go in life yeah yeah uh, i definitely believe that so yeah i mean um i, I feel like <laughs> as counterproductive it's as you know as counterproductive it sounds mm -hmm. uh it's i get bored you know like uh -huh. people need to get more bored <laughs> yes i yes. think 
and, uh, and really like, take time to think. If you if you feel your life like a, a particular like a big amount of your time in the day with a void, you can actually explore and you will know that what things like what are the things that you're capable of. Like for example, if you're not thinking, if you're not listening to song, you're not using social media, you're not reading anything, you're not doing anything. Just sit. for one hour day not like start with 10 minutes start yeah. with 1 minute and just like exactly. s- stare down the whole thing where you you live in and i don't know i still like i'm really bad with the names but <laughs> there, there's a book and the and and that they were like if you start doing this you will boost your productivity your creativity your mindfulness your concentration at least by 30 30% like whatever you're doing before yeah. because you when you start like when you stop feeding your brain something that you want because that's different from like what your brain wants okay right. like for example you're watching reels or like tiktoks uh people are watching that for their pleasure or something but that brain doesn't want that thing mm-hmm. you're just feeding that and now the brain has like some some data to process and that the, the brain will process those things but now if you don't have anything now brain will come up with the topics mm-hmm. he will hit you with the new creative topics and now you have ideas right you have things to do you have something new you have better perspective for example like Uh, I actually came across with this quote as like every single man in this planet has two lives nobody knows that everyone has two lives but the man starts living the second life when he realizes that he has only one yeah yeah uh, so I was like I heard that of course yeah this is this is like something and that guy uh, some indian philosopher i don't know uh uh-huh. uh he was like i started i uh, like i had this code in my mind when i started concentration or like meditation or something meditation are the, the i'm not telling you to go like do meditation and stuff because that's like boring but they just like give your mind a rest mm-hmm. when you start giving your mind rest then only like how like for example if you're doing something if you're doing like if you're a wrestler okay mm-hmm. uh if you like lift heavy weights and something do like that okay but if you don't give a rest to your body then how can you recover and like gain more muscles that's yeah. that's same with the brain if you don't give him rest how can you come up with the new ideas new things new new perspective or new outlook towards life exactly yeah so yeah that's about it and one more topic i have in the left like how people are doing how other people are doing great in their life and how some other people are watching that and and they are like he's doing really great mm-hmm. maybe he's lucky Yeah. And I hate the word lucky. Yeah. Yeah, I I, I actually I do. That's funny that you said lucky. Uh cuz I do have uh my thought process on on what luck is, right? Um and uh I I I listen to uh I I listen to a lot of other podcasts and I was listening to How I Built This. Um and it was he was talking with uh Mike Krieger and Kevin Systrom, uh-huh. the, the guys who made Instagram. Mm-hmm. And Kevin at the end at the end of every episode, um the host asks you know what 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 contributed to your success right do you think it was more luck do you think it was more hard work mm-hmm. do you think it was a little bit of both and and most people say you know a little bit of both yeah but what i thought was really interesting what kevin said was mm-hmm. everybody gets lucky uh-huh. right it's just whether you actually take that luck and see the opportunity in front of you mm-hmm. and actually take it and pursue it right yeah i think what what luck is 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 the opportunity to actually pursue something that's sitting there right in front of you, right? And most people see things they some most people get lucky almost every day, right? Yes. They yes. they see opportunities and things that can move them forward and move the needle forward. Mm-hmm. Uh or just some big opportunity for you, for you to do something that can make you extremely happy. Uh mm-hmm. but 
you know they don't do it because of why because they're scared and yeah. they're and they and they fear those things mm-hmm. and it's just yes. you know i i just think luck is is a thing that you can get like in but i also think people look at luck the wrong way yeah they, they actually do like right. there's a lot of things uh, like a lot of bullshit like how people are like he was lucky once i was like i, I came up with this when i was like really not not really like at a lower point in my life and i was i was watching i watched the stews of you know the movie jobs yeah uh, by ashton kutcher yeah so i i watched that movie whenever i feel low i just watch that movie mm-hmm. and from out of like 16 to 15 times that i have watched that movie <laughs> that one time i was like maybe steve jobs was lucky yeah and i was like what the fuck is wrong with me at the, after watching the movie and while watching the movie i was like he was lucky he got the investor he was like um yeah the 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 but then after that i was like no he he was not lucky yeah he didn't have like a slides or like slippers in his uh, in his foot okay right. he was just watching barefoot not taking showers for days yeah he's not lucky he did that work mm-hmm. and actually convincing yourself that luck is nothing but the 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 work you do right. actually is like luck is like a function of your hard work mm-hmm. and your time given yeah when you like multiply your hard the hard work you have done with the time that you have given to that work that's how you increase the factor of luck yeah and that's what like how kevin said uh everybody is lucky you just have to focus on that thing you have to notice that thing mm-hmm. that that is happening around you and focus on that and pursue it to get lucky yeah i think what what's interesting is most people think like luck is the end result right mm-hmm. and that everything that led up to that person's success in the end result right now is just luck like it just happens right mm-hmm. like like people are just sitting at their house and out of nowhere like a company just gets built and you're the owner of the company and something happens right yeah, yeah. but that like Steve Jobs didn't get lucky he worked hard like you said yes. i totally agree with that he, he didn't get lucky in the sense of what most people think luck is yeah but when he walked into um Waz's house, right? Steve Wozniak's yeah, house. Yeah. And he saw that machine sitting there. Mhm. He was lucky in that small time frame, that small yeah. moment. Yeah. And he saw that luck and said, and I don't even think it was like he saw it as luck and as an opportunity to build I mean, he did see it as an opportunity to build something huge. Mm-hmm. Um, but that's exactly what he saw it as, as an opportunity to build something huge that can make an impact. And he ran with it. And then he worked really, really hard. Yeah. Right? Yeah. It's not oh, this happens cuz it's yeah, luck, right? Yeah, cuz yeah. luck is just I this magical force. So, and yeah, that's it, I guess. Uh we have talked about how to think big. Yeah. First of all, have a vision. Mm-hmm. Then embrace the vision, think big. Think big, and then ignore the naysayers. Yeah. Ignore the naysayers. They are everywhere around you. They will try to put you down, but you don't have to listen to them. Ignore the naysayers and work your ass off. Yeah. And don't think about luck as a particular thing that you will be needing. Mm-hmm. That is already with you. You just have to figure out what is it. Right. Uh, like, uh, you're sitting on a table. Just think about something on the table that that can bring you luck. For mm-hmm. example, how Steve just walked into his house and. And that small, small frame of that second, he saw that yeah. computer lying there. That was a lot. So just try to figure out what can bring you the the biggest uh, boon to your life, mm-hmm. I guess. And just change the change the change the definition of love. Yeah, I guess. Being aware to the opportunities around you, right? Like I don't think. I don't think uh, as like a, a as a parting comment, I guess uh, is I don't think that um, you need. 
that like shining gold opportunity sitting yeah. in front of you, right? That's what I think most people might take away from this. I feel like if you have an idea and you want to do it, that's your luck right there, right? If you have an idea and you think it could solve a problem you're wanting to solve, yeah. that is your luck. I think a validated problem sitting in front of you, if you want to solve that, is luck in itself, right? The hard work leading up to finding the solution is is, is you. Yeah, uh, so take true. that luck, you know, with a, with a grain of salt. But but if you do see an opportunity, be extremely aware of your surroundings mm -hmm. and notice those opportunities all around you. So we spoke about like a lot of different ways how to pursue greatness and stuff. Yeah. Uh, but I would like to add a little and more most important thing in this whole session that if you're trying to take something from your life, also be authenticated, authenticated, authenticated to give something back. Mm -hmm. Because once you do that, if you give, you will receive it. I don't, right. I just actually don't believe in karma, but I think so. Like, even if it is not your job to do that, but if you try to contribute something to society, you are actually on on the on the path of greatness already. I mm. I believe that because uh, once I try to do something uh, with my small locality, I try to give them an opportunity or, or window or something. And th that process, that process, like I enjoyed that process, seeing the smile on those kids about how they can do something with internet. It was it was it was actually astonishing. But yeah, that's what I think. Like if you are trying to take something also have the mentality to give something back because yeah. at last that that's that what's make it balance right mm -hmm. because universe is all always about balance there is something growing up there someone dying over there yeah. so when you try to get something when you work hard enough you will get that but also give back mm -hmm. yeah, yeah 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 i think I, that's that's extremely important and i, and I like uh your viewpoint on that mm -hmm. uh and, and it's like the only people we have on on this planet is each other right like yes and and the only way this world is going to continue to run is with each other and lifting each other up and mm -hmm. and and providing resources to each other and, and actually helping each other yeah so I, I do like the uh you know the, the giving back you know if you get something giving back because that's that reciprocation right you're just you're you're, you're giving back for it to flow through uh, all the people and 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 it, and it not it not expecting it to lead back up to you, right? Um, just to keep the the wheel going, right, and keep mm -hmm. the world turning. Yeah, I feel like giving back is is extremely important. I, I totally agree with that. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So I guess that is it. It was really good to have you on the show. Yeah. Code. It was Thanks, actually uh, really fulfilling my mindset about how I I actually thought the word luck and yeah. different different things in the session in a different way um just thanks to you uh, yeah. everyone on listening to this podcast is also like thanking to you yeah uh, so that is it uh, at the end with our tagline fuck humans actually don't give a fuck about humans because nobody actually cares what you do what you're trying to do what you're listening what you're uh, eating or something like that okay just do you because at the end you're going to go in that ground and nobody's going to give a fuck about it there are people who are who care about you family friends but that's another thing if you want to develop yourself focus on yourself focus on your surrounding focus on the people that you are you're living with or uh, hanging out with so that is it uh keep hustling peace